the Dead Set Legends are up in a sec, thanks to Newtown Toyota, who've been catering to all your automotive needs for over 30 years. Leachy on this side of the desk. Um, look, we have, one, an open-door policy because the air conditioner is stuffed. Two, three, absolutely... Dead set legends. Xavier Ellis, of course. No, no, no. Two, two dead set legends. Okay. Uh, but and I Lex, must yeah. say, knowing that there was two legends coming in, I did have to lift the standards this morning. Oh. How many Panadols did I take out of your bag this morning? Zero this morning. And how long's that? My streak was about six weeks, it wasn't was it? It was about six weeks. So here we go. Right. We're up and away today. Hamish Brayshaw is with us this morning. Hello, Hammer. Hello, Lechie. Good to be back. Fantastic. And Lex Pesha from Channel 9 Sport is also here. There's a bit of a link between these two, if you haven't heard over the last couple of weeks or so. Yeah, I know. Apparently, that's all I'm tied to at the yeah. I know, yeah. that's it, yeah. We're engaged, I've got a brother-in-law, it's all no, happening. It's yeah. We're not, we're not. Not true. Two legends and Lex, come on. Yeah, gee whiz. A bit slow hammer, I would have thought. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, no, 24, plenty of time. Great to have you guys plenty here. And we've got a big day for both. Uh, final for you today, Lex. All final fever. for me today and last game for Ham. Yep, last game for me against the Sharks. Last game for you for the year. <laughs> yeah, yep. Straight into uh, uh, the indie bar. No, we'll be fine. East, uh, Perth. East Perth v East Fremantle. Where at? At Leadable. Leadable so Oval. See how that That'll fares. be underwater. And uh, Lex, what have you got? I'm at Matthews. Final, uh, elimination final. Elimination with my final. sister's netball team. So I'm a September specialist. Actually. Okay, in you come, out you go. Turn up. Get the points, go home, get on the piss. There you go. <laughs> of course, huge game last night in the footy. We have two finals down, two to go. Um, Jeez, I'll tell you what, Brayshaw was a bit quiet. Yeah, wasn't oh. he? Oh. We'll, we'll get into that in just a tick. Sydney getting the chocolates, of course. Brisbane hey, with that good incredible Sydney? win. Sydney, Sydney, Brisbane, yeah. Insane. Sydney, they, I love them. We'll get into it. Them the against kids, Geelong. The young kids have got, uh, what's it called where you've got like the memory of a goldfish? Uh, you, you know, you just think, what you've got right now? They don't care whether they <laughs> make mistakes in these mm. The young kids just don't care. No. And they just keep going and going and going. The windscreen wiper Is it? I haven't heard mentality. that. Sim, very just similar. Move, they just wipe on. it away and keep going. And oh, I absolutely love this one. Sandwich oh. finals football kicked off on Thursday night. I didn't see a minute of it, but by the that sounds of it was good. I was in a rock quiz. Yeah, but that, that was, was an absolute rip snort. But even last night, the underdog flexing at the Premier was yeah, incredible. Was Gordon goes back. The Swans are into a home prelim. They get the job done over the reigning Premiers. A home prelim now. Uh, Lex, uh, sitting there last night watching you, the underdog, did you feel like Melbourne was just eventually going to break away at some stage? Well, they did at times, and then Swannies would wrestle their way back into it, and then before you know it, they've run away with it. Well, I'll be honest, I only get to, got to see the first half. Right, okay. All right, I'll come clean with that. All right, well, give But every time I kept checking the score, I was thinking there's got to be something that so they what do. They've in the done second half? Oh, I was out. Oh, you went out. You went out, did you? Yeah. Where'd you go? I was out in the city for a friend's going away. Oh, nice. If you must know. No, no Panadols for Lex on the no way this morning. Flex. No Panadols. Right, I drove home. Oh, but right. I was watching the wheel, 10 and there was, yeah, yeah, okay. 10 and 2. Uh, I think there was a few things they could have done better, yeah. obviously. Uh, Stephen May was unreal, though. Yeah, he was good. He uh, was good. And Buddy was quiet. Yeah. And that's And the they story. still scored 91 points without yeah. Bud. And um, Isaac Heaney. And Isaac Heaney as well. Hammer, and uh, can you sit there? Obviously, your brother Angus plays yep. for Melbourne. Can you sit there and watch the game? In a neutral fashion, even though you've got your brother, who's a good mate, obviously, and your brother, can you sit there and watch it neutrally and go, "Geez, Sydney were good," or do you go, "Oh, Melbourne were no good"? No, I'm obviously supporting Melbourne, watching it, but you can sit back and sort of and just marvel at the pressure that Sydney put on yesterday. That one where Spargo was running in and handballed it over the top to Melksham, and then someone came back and smothered it. Oh. It was a 2v1 inside forward 50, yeah. and they managed to get a smother on and then work it out the other side. In, and that would have brought them a little bit closer. But you always thought, geez, Melbourne are a chance to bring this back. And then at every time that the opportunity arose, 
the pressure of Sydney just closed mm. it off, whether it be tackles and smothers. And the last five minutes of the game were just frantic. I would love to see the goals that were kicked when Clary Oliver wasn't on the field. When he went off, they were two goals up at one stage. When he came back on, they were two goals down yeah. at one stage. Mm. Like, he, he's by far, I think, the best player in the competition. I think he'll probably win the Brownlow. But the way that they've got four of their best players, Petrarca was pretty quiet. Max yep. Gorm was okay. Like, Hickey held his own, certainly. Yep. Uh, and Steve May was brilliant, but the the foot soldiers didn't didn't perform last night. And I don't want to pick out one, but Jake Melksham had moments to kick some goals late, missed uh, the handballs over the top that missed. Um, I just felt like Melbourne had the passengers last night and they didn't play well. Well, in fairness to Track, wasn't he? Didn't get injured pretty early on. He was hobbling yeah, around for a while. Got a calf, something. He something was limping around, around there. Yeah. But he, he still managed to fight it. But you're right. They had. But I not th- to the standard of. No, he, he can correct. kick 30 and kick yeah, three. Not, to the, not to the North Smith medal standard. Maybe it was- Pushing Angus Brasher into the back line again. Maybe that was the problem. No, he, he started on ball. He was he held his own a little bit in there. No, but Sydney had all the just every single player on the park last night. Yeah. Twenty two contributors. Whereas I think you're right. Melbourne had maybe ten or twelve that really played mm. well, and then the rest of them were just sort of along for the ride. Which, looking back last year at Optus, wasn't the case. Everyone chipped in. Yeah. Well. Tom Hickey rucked his heart out last night. Who we know from West Coast uh, yeah, days, Gulf Coast, yep. and of course, St Kilda. Fourth club, journeyman as journeyman yeah. as you'll ever get. And when you're watching the game, you wouldn't know that he was going through something behind the scenes. So I think I think we know where you're going with that, mate. And when you needed uh, people around you most, that's where it is. And that's what footy clubs provide, the good ones in particular. You uh, you got a pat on the back from your coach and from your teammates in the, in the rooms. We didn't hear the words, but we saw the, the actions. Um, how do you feel when you can stand up against the best players in the competition in your position and play the role for your team? Yeah, I, Max is a hell of a player and, and so is Jackson. So I knew I had a big big job cut out for me just to, to quell his influence. And, mate, I thought I was right up his ass in one of them. He still took a mark. So he's a pretty handy player. So um, just to try and quell his influence. But, yeah, no, I got, both my twins have been hostile this week. So um, I'm coming home. Coming home, girls. Come oh, his else. voice was starting yeah, to crack yeah, much too. You know that's when you want to get off TV. You, yeah, you know you're going to exactly. lose it if you he, talk well, he too much. He walked away after that. So. Yeah, you can tell. that is what he says, and then what he did are two completely different things. So mm. you have to give credit to the Swans. They were there to win, and that's exactly yeah. what they did. No, and there's so many stories that happen behind the scenes in AFL, as, as I'm sure you two would know, that you, at the end of the only the 21 other players know that the kids have been in hospital or the wife's had an issue with something. Or There's so many different stories. So he played exceptionally well. Just last one to pick up on, and I... And I'm not bashing this player, but I'm yep. just concerned yes, with this Luke Jackson deal that's probably going to happen. Mm. You are leading I, the charge. No, I, I, he's a good player, a good but months. he's not a million-dollar player. And I look at the Ruckman that remain in the competition. Max Gorn's the out-and-out superstar. Yep. Tick that box. Tick. Then you've got Jared Witts, who was a, a picked up off the scrap heap from Collingwood. Yep. Then you've got Oscar McInerney, who's yep. just the big O. Yep. You've got Nankervis, who was from the Sydney. Nank, yep. You've got Reece Stanley, who was from St Kilda. You yep. have Darcy Cameron, who was from Sydney, Claremont, Mature Rage. Uh-huh. You've got Tom Hickey, who's been to four clubs. Yeah, he's been everywhere. Sean Darcy is the only real one. And, of course, Maxie Gorn, who has been a, a drafted ruckman to the one club. I, I just am worried that uh, Frio, yeah. that big price tag, and you saw last night, Max Gorn needs to ruck 90% of the game. Yeah. I don't care that you've got Luke Jackson. Yep. He needs to become a forward. Max Gorn needs to be the best ruckman to dominate the game. And if you're sharing the load... Tom Hickey can't take the points. Yeah, look, I think you look back last year at that Geelong match with Melbourne, the way Gorn dominated in the ruck. That was yeah. the best team in the comp playing the second best team in the comp, and they won by a landslide because yeah. he was able to dominate. On, and he kicked five ruck. goals yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. But he wasn't kicking them from full forward. He was kicking no, them from kicking the midfield from the ruck, yeah. and stuff like that, and he can creep for it. He has to play ruck, and he has to play the maximum amount of ruck time. 
It's like when Clary Oliver comes off for a rest, find someone to go in the midfield for 10 minutes or whatether. Yep. But don't make Clary go forward. They're mm. midfielders and they're ruckmen. It's as simple as that. I think Melbourne will bounce back, but well done to the Sydney Swans. So what do you do with Luke Jackson? Plays forward. Has to and can it, just At chip Melbourne in. and doesn't come to Oh, I, I don't know. But I, I, I'd be – the reports of a million dollars or 900,000, I think that could get really, really rattle. He'll load up and there he goes. This will be the game. It's time for Dead Set Legends Game of Games. Here we go. Here's how it works. Hamish up against Zave. Lex is going to throw five names out there. They are going to have to guess the closest to the pin of how many games they've played in mm. their VFL, AFL careers. Oh, there's a clue in itself. No, yeah, I'll just cover all basically. Uh, just in case. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, really what's going on. Uh, but uh, you two will be playing for people on the phone, uh, not just to win themselves a carton of raunchy lager, but no. also to get in the draw for 92.9 Triple M's footy mm, flyaway. We say hello to John from Lake Coogee. Hello, John. Good morning. How are you? Good, mate. Good, now, Johnny, Johnny who, who do you want to uh, represent you this morning, Hamish or myself? Now, I do need to give you the heads up that Lex is asking the question. Oh, yeah. And Hamish and Lex are special friends, <laughs> if you know what I mean. You're badgering. <laughs> so yeah, who is no, I'm Johnny? leading I'm the witness. I'll, I'll definitely go with Hamish, please. Yeah, yeah. good oh, work, Johnny. Good, good work. <laughs> Come on, good on you, Johnny. Watch me absolutely wipe yeah. him clean and stick it up, you. <laughs> hey, Brett, good morning. Morning, guys. Sorry, mate, you left with me. Oh. No, nah, I would have picked you anyway, mate. Yeah, oh, that's nice, Brent. That's, that's what I love Get about stuff, Brent. Brent. He's been there for me since day one. <laughs> Righto, let's go. There's First a lot riding on this one. Of course, let's to go, go in the draw, grand go. final draw. Five nights accommodation it's in Melbourne. Big. That's not a backpack job. That's just nah, the case. I like that. Two grand final tickets, virgin flights, all the bells and whistles. Lex, <laughs> let's rock and roll. Righto, so the theme of today is first players used as subs when the rule was brought in in the comp in 2011. Okay, All right, number one. He was Richmond's sub in round one, 2011, Daniel Connors. Daniel Connors. Uh, of course. Um, <laughs> Daniel Connors. Oh, Daniel, Daniel Connors. Jermaine uh, Jones stat. Yes, Jermaine Jones sort of numbers. Anyway. So, hey, uh, let's go with Daniel Connors. Uh, Bendigo boy, <laughs> drafted my year. Dusty Martin's mate. They missed training one day on sleeping tablets or something along those lines. I'm going to say Daniel Connors played 34 games of AFL football for okay. the Richmond Tigers. Yep, and I will follow that up by saying he's played 23. Ooh, that's really close. He's really close. Really Can you do close. Some quick math there. Oh, I've done the math. Righto, Daniel Connors yep. played twenty nine games. Xavier Ellis oh, by, by one. Xavier Ellis by Sorry, one. Johnny. There you go, Brent, oh, mate. You Johnny. believe in me, and this is what I do. Fire away, Lex. Righto, number wow. two. Freo used these players as a sub in their two point X. No, two point <laughs> win over Brisbane in round one. Also, twenty eleven. Dylan Roberton. Oh, dear. Yeah. Of course, had the heart problems yeah. yes. at St Kilda. St Kilda, yeah, had yep. to quit playing. Yeah, did a hole in his heart. Or all Australian squad, maybe. Had a really yep. good year or two. Yep, yep, there we go. There you go. Uh, you go first today this time, Hammer. Uh, I'm going to say 64 games. Dylan Robinson played 64. No, I'm going to go 134. Yeah. 134. Yeah, he yeah, played for a while, and he played that consistent run at St Kilda. Very good footballer. Third defender. Gee, Brent, you know who to go with this round. Oh, 129 <laughs> games. Hey, that there was you go. No, 134, no, mate. mate. I've been five You've off. You've been yeah, five, five off. off. Yeah. Five. yeah. Righto, number three. Oh, this is huge because Zay's already two up. This is all the fame stuff. This yeah, is all the fame stuff. Five yeah. five. This is one of my favourite players, all right? Yeah. This player, the Eagles had to sub out of their four-point win against the Kangas in round one, Chris Maston. Chris Maston. Chris Maston. 
Oh, Masto got over 200. Yeah. Uh, Premiership player, involved in the Judd trade, Josh Kennedy gift, runner at the Eagles. Does he do his runner's game? Do his running games count? Yeah. No. Well, no. his sub ones do somehow. Um, <laughs> yeah. You may as well count the ones of the runners. Yeah. Um, and the water boys can be counted now. Uh, hey, uh, let's go Chris Maston, 212. Yeah, he didn't. He's not on the 250 board. He's nah. definitely 200 plus. I'll say 220. Oh, Jeez, you're both so close. You're both so close, but X, you've won again. Oh, Two fifteen. Oh my that is god! That is sometimes you just got to, as Clark you, I would say, yeah. sometimes yeah. you just tip your hat to yeah, the better player. Fair enough. Yeah. No, that was you, exceptional. So you've gone five, five, and three in that. Five, yeah. five, three. Brent, that is bizarre, Brent, mate. All I can say to you is congratulations, mate. You got a carton of beer coming your way thanks to Raunchy, and you're in the draw to two, two AFL grand final tickets, five nights accommodation, flights with Burge, and all the bells and whistles in Victoria, mate, and Melbourne. Of course, a beautiful time. Year. Well done to you. Thanks, Avi. Never in doubt, mate. Oh, I knew well that, done, mate. Brett. Hey, yeah, John, you, Johnny. Sorry, apologies mate. to you. You got beaten badly in that. Convincingly. But here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, but, but, but Hammer was only... This is what here. I mean. Hammer was right up this, the freckle of both, too. This is what I'm going to yeah. say. A loss is a loss. Uh, excuse wrong. me. How... how? We're going to put Brent in the drawer for the footy flyaway as well. Brent's in. Oh, well, well done, Brent's Brent. the winner. Oh, sorry, we're going to put Johnny in as Johnny's well. Johnny's in there too. Johnny's yeah. coming. Yeah. There you go. Thank oh, you. Right, Johnny. Leachy's such a softie. Oh. That's what I love about you, Leachy. I love Thank cuddling you. you. Hey, all right, here's Leachy's last two. two. You want the last two? All right. This player was subbed into the Cats clash with St Kilda and kicked the winning goal, Darren Milburn. Darren Big Daz Milburn. Dasha. Did he get 300? Oh, couldn't have, think. wouldn't have thought so. All right, what do you reckon? I have no idea. I reckon Dasha. I'm going to go. So, uh, I thought he wanted to go to 300. I'm going to go 303. Yeah, oh, yeah 286. 292. 292. Hey, that's me. Come Sorry, on. Sorry, I was doing some maths. I'll tell you, right around it again, yeah, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Gee, it's, it's very tight. Was that actually him? This is a leap, no, no. mate. Hey, Hamish, Hamish got that one. Hamish got that one. Keep party here, nonetheless. Keep up, Lex. All right, last one. This player was the sub in Gold Coast's very first AFL game in round two, 2011. Josh Toy. Toyser. Is it T O U Y? No, I don't think that's toy. I'm going to say toy. Sex toy. Yeah, right. Let's talk it through. He would have played some games at Gold Coast because they weren't great. I'll say 109. No, no, no. Just 16. 16. I only got less than 10. Go south. 16. I hate. I only got less than 10. I think he's played two games. He's played one. He's played 13 games. I said 16 there. 16 was my change up. Well, I've never heard of him in my life. Congrats. Neither have I. I want to do some research on his name, Josh Toy. Josh Toy. Congrats to Brent and John. They're both in the draw for 92.9 Triple M's footy flyweight. We are heading our way to Brisbane right now because, well, one of our comrades is over there. He's calling footy for Channel 7. That's He's not the narrative we're setting. He's got thrush. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Barlow, good morning. All the way You're an idiot. And you're an idiot, Xavier, and um, good to see you haven't taken the responsibility of the hosting duties back on this week either. No, nah, and feeling fresh this week, Mick. I, don't, I know you saw a dead human last week, but I'm fresh <laughs> as a daisy this morning. Yeah, very good, and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why you hadn't replied to my voice memo yesterday. I was worried you might have gone off off the rails. No, no, it was driving at the time, and then when I was playing it through my car, it kept cutting out because WhatsApp was popping. So yeah. I had yeah. to let it go through to the keeper, and then just last night I um, was drinking red wine, what, actually, of all things. What, what was yeah, the tenor of the speech, Mickey? Uh, again, just a motivational speech, yeah. getting going for the Friday, yeah. and um, I think I gave him... A push into that today's uh, show as there was two new 
two new hosts with him. So he yeah. needs a bit of a spark, and I'm hoping he's going okay. He just wanted me to lead the way, really. Just become a leader. <laughs> yeah. and that, that You've was done bit... that for me a few times, lead. Yeah, I did actually. <laughs> Dangerous. Go, one night at a wedding, Mick, um, Hain was following oh, me around this everywhere. Story. And we just had to, time to pull out his notepad and pen, and yeah. we had to tell you what, oh, I showed you what how to relationship nice. advice. Yeah, on the bus on the way out there, put me under the wing and said, look, Hammer, get the notes out, have a listen to this. Just copy and uh, watch and learn. And, geez, I learned that you night. You learned a lot <laughs> oh, that night. What a cracking night that was. <laughs> hey, Mick, how you going, mate? Fatherhood, you've managed to sneak away to Brisbane for a weekend. Yeah, fatherhood's good. I'm, I'm calling the BFL final today, but I'm going to cut that short. I'm going to get a quick insight into who Xavier Ellis really is. <laughs> Former premiership teammate of his, here he is. Oh, Campbell Brown. Brown. How are you? <laughs> Mel's boy. How are you, Campbell? <laughs> yeah, mate, Mel's my... Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, <laughs> we're in Burp and Gary, mate, and um, it's raining. Yes. And, um, yeah, look, I've spent the last 24 hours with Mickey Barlow. Interesting yep. guy. He's a slow operator. Interesting guy. <laughs> so we're going beautifully, mate. <laughs> Speaking of slow operators. <laughs> Are you on delay or what? <laughs> no, my phone is. If I jump in here, Brownie hasn't stopped talking for 24 hours. I put him on air and he melts down. <laughs> oh, mate, bit of the old air. He's had a few issues with that in the past. But, um, hey, all right, Mick, give us something. Who wins the footy today and tomorrow? Uh, today oh, and tonight. Well, today, oh, I think Geelong win easy today. Right. I think Geelong, I just, I think Geelong win easy, but the game we're all interested in is the Dockers and, and the Dogs. Um I'm a bit concerned. I am a bit concerned that the dogs contested style and clearance dominance. You know, that's their game and that's finals footy. It's only been raining um, here for six hours. Yeah, yeah so, and that probably furthers my pessimism. But the optimism just comes through um, a young core group of, of men that will steal themselves and get moving on a big stage, led by um, you know, Hamish's brother in there, Andrew Brayshaw. So I think the dockers by two goals. Now, I know, and the female supporters might drive off the road. Now, I'm not saying Tom Liberatore over the the wealth of a career is a better player than Nat Fife. I'm not saying that at all. Yep. Yeah, but are. tonight's game, a bigger <laughs> out for the bigger out in the game, who's going to hurt a team more is Tom Liberatore out of the Dogs than Fife out of the Dockers. Big time. They've only played six or seven games with Fife. Yeah, yeah. Liber's been there for the whole season, and, and probably going to win their part. best and fairest nearly. Yeah, he's uh, been dominating this, especially in a finals-like contested game. If you're playing Fife forward, yeah. in a wet, slippery game, he might not have the impact that Liber has. Nah. But uh, both big outs, no oh, question you, about yeah, it. And I've, oh, and I've said forever that over the last five-year gap, when Dusty was firing, I'd still take that Fife. I think Fife's been the benchmark in the competition, but tonight. No Liberatore yeah, on a sloppy out. night. Yep. And I heard something during the week that uh, Sarong, when they asked who the greatest sledger was or something, he goes, oh, Tom Liberatore. He just <laughs> ran around calling me fat all night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mick, um, uh, who wins the VFL? I've got you while you're there. Who's playing? Who wins? Uh, Brisbane and Carlton. And yeah. it's, he's bucketing down. and He's uh. just going to be a slob. Um, so it won't be much of a spectacle. Yep. On Channel 7, Campbell Brown is going to... Painted out like it's um, the the Mona Lisa or the Picasso. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, go get him a vodka cruiser and enjoy your day, boys. See you later. And uh, just add the cream to thrush. It helps. Goodbye. Uh, enjoy your day, guys. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye, Ricky Barlow. He'll be back with us for Dead Set Legends next Saturday. Uh, How does he get 9? off to go to Brisbane? I don't Explain ask. that to me. I don't know. Those with the touch, choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you beauty. Oh, this 
is Brit's Best. Well, that's what we've been trying to do for Brit's Best, thanks to our mates at Tab Touch. Brit Taylor is not here, and look, if anything, it's more she's been given a spell because she's had a few rough uh, weeks in terms of the uh, Brit's tips. Best, no good. She's been no good at Brit's Best, so then we just say, right, oh, mate, off you go. Have, give yourself yeah. a holiday. And when I said give yourself a holiday, I didn't mean fly to Mykonos. <laughs> but, but anyway, that's what spring. she did. There she she's is. ready for the spring. That's the big yeah, thing. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Brit's just recharging the battery yeah. for Brit's Best to... Uh, Launch into the spring carnival, but so, uh, Hamish get... has stood up. Yeah, come on, Hamish. Because yeah, I've got the knock. Yeah, Lex like, well, was betting on esports last week, so we're uh, it's Brayshaw's best this week, and we're heading first okay. of all. Oh. We're heading first of all to Sydney. Okay, so okay. we've got the uh, we're going a two leg multi today. X. Ooh. Uh, so we're going to start at race eight in Randwick, the Daily Press Chelmsford Stakes Group Two. Ooh. We're going Moanga to win. Oh, that'd be a price, wouldn't it? Six fifty. I believe Moanga's a Group One winner. Yeah, yeah. It would be. yeah, yeah. Yep. A mighty Absolutely. fine horse. So uh, we've gone Moanga to win for the first. We're travelling now back to Melbourne. Yep, blind back. Melbourne. Down. Okay, so we we collect in Sydney. Then we we're collect in south. Sydney. Then we're heading south. Uh, we're at the Valley. Oh yeah, love the Valley. Money Valley, we call it. Money Valley. Day, yeah, yeah, correct. Twelve hundred metres, the Strathmore Community Bendigo Bank, Chautauqua Stakes. <laughs> oh, right. the Chautauqua yeah, Stakes. Good race. An oldie bit of goodie here. Yeah. We're going Catalyst to place. Catalyst to place. Ooh. Barrier sixteen. Yeah, seven dollars twenty-five. Real roughy to place. Yeah, but 10... I just remember it. Alligator blood. Catalyst. That back and yeah. forth. That was a mighty fine battle. Half a million bucks in the kitty already. Damien Lane on top. What what, what odds we got there? Uh, we got seven twenty-five for the place. Right. Six dollars fifty for the win. Moanga. Forty-seven dollars yeah. twelve. Forty-seven. So, there, so yeah, not too bad, mate. Yourself. I like Will that. Be, well, yeah. hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We need to set this up. Saves money. Put in. Saves money. Take out. Saves money. You put it in and you take it back out. And that's what it's all about. See, it's a bit awkward here because each week I get emails from Tab Touch saying, Dave, mate, we need you to stop betting. Yeah, I know. We, we, you, you're taking too much money yeah, out of the city. Yeah, fair and enough. I said, we're lifelong benefits. So that's everyone's it. a winner here. Anyway, so what happens today is. We head to a race that's going to run in about 17 minutes. So oh, we can yeah. listen to it live on air. We can listen to it live on air. That's brilliant. It's race one in Sydney. It's come up from Wagga. Oh, not again. Oh, yeah, there we go. Huey Bowman on top. We're going Huey. Again. We're going again. We're going participate. Participated a win. Oh, there we I go. I'll tell you what you do. So you walk in, you just pull out a little note or two, and just slide it in the machine, yeah. press participator, yeah. race you. one number four. Yeah. See, maybe grab a cup of coffee. If you want. It's yeah, early. Yeah, yeah, Drink yeah, yeah. it. Scan the ticket. Take your money back out. It's not that hard. No, it's easy, Simple isn't it? as that. You put it in, you take it out, participate, it wins in 17 minutes. So, please, drive safely, get to the venues you need to. Yeah. I've rang ahead to Tab Touch. We've got plenty of extra staff yep. on, Beautiful. knowing that there's going to be an influx taking on participate. That was Brit's best for Tab Touch. Of course, tonight, huge game. Oh, the elimination massive. final, Frio Bulldogs. You'll hear it live here from 5.30 here on 92.9 Triple M. Of course, Xavier Ellis in the chair doing the special. What time, Will? 5.30. 5.30, Ron. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, big game tonight. Hey, quickly, let's start with Jai Miss. Uh, big inclusion. Yep. Massive. One game, averaging six disposals the last three in the Waffle. Been out with, uh, yep. was it kidney problems? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kidney yeah, problems. Come out of hospital in the yeah, middle of the year. Yeah, yeah big problems. So, uh, young kid from down uh, Bustleton Way. Yeah, you might Royal. Yeah, he's he's Royal. Uh, so you know him, you've yep. seen him. You've seen him around, be- yep. uh, Never miss, they call him, never of course. Miss, Beautiful miss, yep. set shot. And that is one benefit him coming in. Oh, yeah. He might only get three kicks. He might kick you three. But he might kick three goals. But what do you think of the inclusion? Oh, I think it's, uh, you roll the dice, it's a final, but um, I think he's But I mean, you're not rolling player. the dice with Lance Franklin. No, you're not. You're rolling the dice with a young fella, but uh, I think 
that's probably what they need a little bit of tonight. I think they need a bit of a spark. And I something think a bit might, different. Yeah, something a bit different up forward. They're, what what were their other option? Go back to Tabanar and yeah. I just think he's well. We saw Dion Presti get subbed out. I think for the fifth time this year yeah. on uh, Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. Eventually, and I'm a player who got subbed out a lot with injury. And you it, uh, being serious, it takes the person who's getting subbed out. Matt Tabanar would feel horrible. Yeah, not so much for his leg, but for letting the team, letting down. The team down. And after a while, it gets to you. And, yeah. and of course, the coach keeps going. I can't keep taking this risk. Yeah. We saw Oscar McInerney get subbed out early in. Uh, yep. The game on Thursday night as well, so subs happen. So mm. yeah, I, I agree, Amos, uh, but he hasn't played a lot of footy. Yeah, he himself. hasn't played a lot of footy. It's interesting. Uh, he's been alright in the waffle though. He has been mm. okay. He kicks goals, so that's that's his one wood. That's his one wood. That's his one wood. Tonight, Bulldogs come over grand finalist last year, scraped into eighth, and, and I'm a believer in the dogs, but eventually. Yeah, but last year. But eventually you go, you, you were a beast freckle from not even making the finals. Yeah. Am I getting am I getting stars in my eyes over things that haven't really performed this year? A la, uh, you can go through it. Norton's been, yeah, okay. Johannesson, these names that you're Trelaw, Dunkley, Hunter, McRae, Williams, Dale, uh, all these names that you've seen and going last year, were they almost favourites in that game? Like, well, like 21 points up or whatever in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Am I at stars in my eyes from last year's grand final, Lex, or do we still think the Bulldogs might have one punch left in them? I think it's because, what was it, when they did it from sixth? 2016. 2016. I think it's yeah. because they've you done it, they've done it from that yeah. end and they've done it last year. So yeah. there's something about them where you, it's kind of the unknown. They can do either end of the spectrum. Mm. Yeah, they've got a lot of stars that haven't really popped off. No. Nah. They, they, I mean, Bontempelli, a star, been playing exceptional football this year. But yeah. guys like Bailey Smith can still dominate games. Remember his final series last year before the but grand also, final? Hey, talk mm. about a season derailing. Bailey oh, yeah. Smith, he was exceptional in the first yeah. Eight weeks of the season. Yep. Then I think he missed with the flu or something, then headbutted. Suspended. Then and got, then, and then yeah. got another suspension yep. for um, the video that went out. He was exceptional, and he hasn't hit that form yet. No, he hasn't, so I could bounce yeah. back. I reckon I reckon if you, and this is just uh, talk about individuals, not so much the team. Fremantle have been a, a team all year. Yep. But if there was a backyard game of footy and you had to pick seven, and seven players were there, the best seven, yep. I reckon five of the best seven would be doggies. But I reckon the next... Eight or nine would be yeah. the Frio players. Yep. So you've got Bont, you've got uh, Norton, you've got uh, Smith, you've got yeah the list of Bailey Dale, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera stars. Yep. But then I think Fremantle have got a rung of just consistency. I'm just going to mm. finish this off by saying I'm really flat for Bailey Banfield. Oh, mm. don't, don't wait, yeah. boyfriend. Pedal to the metal. And it's lights out and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Okay, time to chat all things motorsport with Greg Rust from, listen to this. He's got three podcasts on the three. go now. Three podcasts Started on the go on the listener. Just one little so, baby. Rusty's Garage, The yeah. Grill, What's Under the Bonnet podcast, all free on the listener app. Hello, Greg Rust. There may be a fourth one in the works too. <laughs> oh, mate. I'll tell you what, Rusty, I'll, I'll pitch one and uh, the listener app will steal it and give it to you too. It's happened before. But, uh, Rusty, mate, uh, great to speak to you again on a Saturday morning. There's so much F1 news are kicking around, of course. Uh, the Aussies are everywhere. 10 o'clock last night, Piastri, given the green light to head to McLaren to take over Dan Rickstop. Uh, tough stuff. Uh, run it down for us. Okay, so the contract review board met earlier in the week. They've been deliberating since, as you rightly say. They handed down the verdict overnight, and they say the only contract that they are recognising, remember there's been a tug of war for Oscar's services between Alpine and McLaren, 
is the is the uh, is the McLaren deal, which mm. was signed on the fourth of July. So he's uh, proudly taken to social media to say that he's excited about about wearing papaya for driving for one of the best teams in a historical sense for the sport and joining Lando Norris next year. So so yeah. tough news we've learned in recent time about Dan. Uh, going, but uh, but another immensely talented Aussie taking over that uh, that seat. Rusty Alpine kept saying they had a rock solid contract with Piastri. So how did they get it so wrong? Uh, this is a really good question, um, and it's one that's the subject of a lot of debate today. So, uh, firstly, I think we should probably address, um, you know, and I think we talked about it a little on the show in recent weeks. Uh, some people were talking about the issue of loyalty around yeah. Oscar Piastri because, because Alpine had given him opportunity. But don't you guys think that's a two-way street, right? So if you do your part, and Oscar most certainly played his part there and contributed, if you felt like there was no guaranteed option to step up mm. forthcoming, of course you would explore options. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the, the problem with this is that, that Fernando Alonso surprised everybody by announcing that he was leaving uh, Alpine, I think they thought they had him. He's off to Aston Martin, and then this triggered a, a kind of tidal wave of things. And um, I think they, they betted on having Fernando uh, and tried to keep Oscar kind of waiting in the wings. And quite understandably, Oscar wasn't prepared to, to wait. So they've lost two top-line, world-class drivers in one go and some Jeez. pretty heavy legal fees too. Yeah, absolutely. Geez, Rusty, there you go. Uh, obviously, good news for Piastri there. Uh, I myself am a big Drive to Survive fan, so oh, yeah. the big question on my lips yes. is what's going to happen with Danny Rick? Am I going to be able to watch the next season? You know, I, I am a little nervous. I, I really want him. He's got so much to offer. I genuinely believe that. It hasn't worked at McLaren. Has he lost his speed? I don't believe so. It hasn't worked out with that car for whatever reason. But options are looking tricky here. So we thought when we were chatting last week, the most... Uh, likely option, the best option would be perhaps for him to go back to the Alpine team and take over that seat vacated yeah. by Fernando Alonso. If they want but him. this morning, uh, one of the bosses at Red Bull has come out and said that if Pierre Gasly, who drives for the second tier Red Bull squad, mm. wants to go and pursue options, they'll, they'll be okay with that. Mm. So, I mean, the natural joining of the dots here is that would a French team want a good French driver in Pierre Gasly? That could make life hard for Dan, maybe there'd be an option with half. Yeah. Um, yeah, a bit, bit to play out in this game of, uh, of musical chairs at the Seats moment. Are running but, uh, out. Oh, yeah, gee whiz. Rusty, just quickly to the Netherlands. How did Ooh. Max Verstappen go overnight? Wasn't he 93 points ahead after Belgium or something like that? He, he's, he's had a little bit of trouble um, with the car overnight, but they'll be on top of that Red Bull. I mean, mm. he's in scintillating form. To win by 17 seconds last week was arguably his most dominant performance. Ferraris were fast in that second practice session, uh, qualifying tonight our time. Uh, the hometown heroes effectively being given the, the kind of Dutch equivalent to a knighthood this week. So, so yeah. I think you'll be wanting to do pretty well in front of that crowd. And, mate, uh, just lastly, the two wheels. Uh, and Aussie Wayne Gardner's son, of course, Remy's had a tough rookie season and has been given the lemon sauce and a whack on the way out saying he wasn't professional enough. I mean, he's come into this as a world champion in the second tier. He had a lot to offer. Um, I mean, he says he was told things uh, by them on the way out, like, quote-unquote, he was not professional enough. Jeez. So he sounds heartbroken. Probably a bit of devil in the detail. It does sound like maybe his manager has had a blue with 
um, the team and and yeah, right. really was was a bit vocal about some things earlier in the year, but but I think he deserves a second chance, guys, somewhere. Absolutely, not professional enough. That does not. It sum sounds up this like Leachy. Sounds oh, like Leachy. Get out with you, Xavier Ellis. So, of course, the list. <laughs> you, you'll up, throw you can... to an Addy or something by mistake, Xavier Ellis. Pipe down, please. Uh, listener app. That's where you can find Greg Rust with 7,000 different podcasts. Just log on the app and you'll see You'll somewhere. see his face somewhere. Greg Rust, always good to chat motorsport. Talk next week. Have a ripple weekend. Thank you. The checkered flag's out for Rusty's motorsport update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Get more good podcasts on the Listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Let their family look after yours.